Good morning. I want to welcome you this morning, Saturday morning, to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We have been studying the book, not the book, but we've been studying Job and basically what he was accused of, of being uh, a very wicked man and having iniquity that was infinite. And then uh, his friends told him, look, this is the process that you need to go through. But then he was vindicated at the end of chapter 42 of the book of Job when God tells his friends that, you know, you've spoken wrong of me and Job has spoken right. Now have him pray for you and uh, this thing will be cleared away from your lives. Of course, at the end of this uh, chapter, chapter 22, we find that Job is told exactly what to pray, what to decree. And that's the process that we have been following. It actually turned out that it followed a pattern of ours. Uh, we could have started basically with the process of, first of all, what is your relationship with God? Then receiving his word, his law, repenting and returning to him. The restoration part, part then the relinquishing of uh, one's will to his will, the surrendering, the yielding to, the denying of self. And then we mentioned about the reward, the reconciliation is what we'll talk about today, and the request, we'll talk about that on Sunday. So this is what we've got to look at. To relinquish, basically to count the cost and count everything as absolutely worthless in comparison to God, in this case, Christ, were to take the Old Testament and make the parallel with the New, Christ would be the value, that precious, precious, precious uh, pearl of great price. He is that hid treasure that we should be willing to give up everything for in our lives. But in the book of Philippians chapter 3, verse 7, it says, But what things were gained to me, those things I count loss for Christ. Notice, gain and loss. Verse 8, yea, yea, or yes, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but as dung, that I may win Christ. I press, verse 14, towards the mark for the high prize, or the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So this is what we have in the book of Job, in chapter 22, verse 26. For then, then when? After you have committed yourself, after you have made the Lord your defense, yes, after the Almighty shall be your defense, thou shalt have plenty of silver. And of course, you know, we talked about that being the area of our life, for we want to yield to Him. In other words, we want to count everything in comparison to to what it was, to what it is, everything is nothing in comparison. So that's what the Apostle Paul says. But now we have, because I'm able to treasure Jesus as the greatest thing in my life, I take delight in that. For then thou shalt have delight in the Almighty, in the El Shaddai, you're going to be able to lift up your face to God. Now, this in itself, if we just stayed here without even going any further, is rich. Rich because this speaks of being able to walk 
before God and present yourself before his throne with complete boldness, with no shame, no guilt, no sense of condemnation. As Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says, there is now therefore no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but walk after the spirit. And in Romans 7.22, I delight after the law of God according to or with the inner man. In other words, there is a trade-off that has been made. My delight now is in the law of the Lord. My delight is in his word. My delight is in his spirit. My delight is in his righteousness. My delight is in his goodness. My delight is in his justice and his judgments in his testimonies. And this is what the apostle or this is what the writer of the book of Psalms 119. He says in verse 16, 24, 35, 47, 70. 77 and 174. He says, I delight in your statutes. I delight in your judgments. I delight in your commandments. I delight in your law. I delight in your word. He specifies now. The psalmist specifies. These are the things that I delight in. And then, of course, God reciprocates for our lives the very things that we delight in, which is him. It says in Psalm 37, verse 4, delight yourself also in the Lord, not only the things that are represented by him, but in him also. Now you look forward to his holiness. You look forward to his goodness, to his greatness, to his awesomeness. You look forward to his attributes and are able to understand that this is worthwhile and worthy of seeking him. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Psalm 37, 5 says, Commit your way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. In Psalm 40, verse 7, it says, Then, this is speaking about Jesus, what we find in the book of Hebrews, Then said I, lo, I come in the volume of the book. As it is written of me. Verse 8. I delight to do thy will, O God. Yes, in thy, yea, thy law is within my heart. So in just looking at this one little section alone. When we have come or reached the point where we delight ourselves in the Lord. We become soft and pliable like clay. So he can mold us and shape us and transform us into who he wants us to be. Where we lay our dreams at his feet. We, we lay down every single desire that we would wish to accomplish. We lay it before his feet and say, Lord, I surrender it all. This is one of the most difficult things that a Christian can even attempt to do. You need the help of the Holy Spirit to even think of doing this because you cannot do it in your own strength or ability. And to be able to come to that place where say, Lord, I delight in you. You are my defense. You are my protection. You are my source of everything. Then, then where he is in our lives, there is no need or lack of anything because he is the all-sufficient God 
the almighty, the all-powerful, almighty, all-knowing God in our lives. So, if you can become like soft, pliable clay in his hands, like the potter working that vessel and shaping it, then he will shape us into what he knows best works for our lives. Lord, this is the dream that I have, but I lay it down before you. You give me the dream that you have for me. For his thoughts are to do you good. His thoughts for you are to do you good, not to do you wrong or to do you evil. But we may put ourselves in a position where we open up and tear down holes in the hedge and the enemy may come in. But if we delight ourselves in the Lord as we sometimes delight in the things of the flesh or the things of this world, if we would just delight in him like the psalmist was saying, then those things become pliable for God in our hands for him to mold us and shape us so that we can be changed and transformed from glory to glory even so by the very spirit of liberty, the Holy Spirit himself. May you take this today, may you commit it, and may you bring it before him and say, Lord, I want to be pliable in your hands, but I need to lay everything, that everything, every wish, every desire, every dream, everything that I, instead of saying, Lord, this is what I want to do, say, Lord, do what you will that you want to do in my life. Here it is like clay. Mold me, shape me, and transform me into a vessel that you would like me to be. This is the desire which God has for us. That is the desire which Jesus fulfilled and became the man that sits at the right hand of God the Father with Him interceding on our behalf to this very day. May God richly bless you and transform his word into actions in your heart as you yield unto him. In Jesus' name, amen.